Welcome to University Showcase. I'm Megan Kamrick. Dr. Anthony Flegg is a huge believer in the power of movement. Flegg is an associate professor at the University of New Mexico Department of Family and Community Medicine and co-founder of Running Medicine. The idea behind the group is to bring together multiple generations to move, run, walk, play. All fitness levels are welcome. Groups have sprouted up in nearly a dozen communities, including several pueblos around the state. And Running Medicine was recently recognized by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation with a 2020 Sports Award. The National Honor recognizes and honors those in sport who display an innovative and collaborative approach to making their communities healthier places to live. It all started in 2016 with Flagg and his wife Shannon Flagg, who is a Navajo health educator and partnership director for the Native Health Initiative, which houses running medicine. We sat in our small living room and kind of dreamed up a family-oriented culturally grounded movement program that more than anything was fun, was inclusive, and kind of brought families together to actually move, you know, grandparents with their children and their grandchildren, all a a space that could provide all of that and kind of intergenerational play, I think was one term we've used. What was the need that you both saw in your community to do something like this? One was just that low-cost opportunities for exercise are are not incredibly prevalent. It, it can be two or three hundred dollars just for one kid to do one sport for one season, and so we wanted to to kind of use the health nonprofit to support getting people out there and doing something that is really simple and and doesn't require gym fees or you know lots of other costs doesn't require a lot of equipment. But um, Megan, I think the another just really critical part, why walking and running and particularly running is very central to indigenous cultures, particularly Pueblo and Navajo and Southwest tribes. It's incorporated into ceremonies. It's seen as a real way to connect to, you know, the earth and to nature, but also just to your your deeper self. And so he carried a special kind of weight and carries a, a special a significance that's different than just burning calories or trying to achieve, you know, a, a high finish at a at a race. It's really something that is much more personal and spiritual in addition to all the health benefits that come with it. Shannon, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I'd like just like to say, you know, it was very key in our organization to support a program and also a program that was going to look at affordability but also looking at how it's not just for a student or a youth but it's going to be for the family and I thought that was very key uh, with being able to bring families together all fitness levels all levels of running walking and being able to enjoy family time also and being a participant of the program myself with my family it began to bring us closer together uh, not only in the realm of wellness but also spirituality uh, community engagement and also nutrition and uh, just finding out you know who our community is especially within the um, albuquerque area dr flag you are a family physician, so um, I imagine you talk to a lot of patients over the course, over the years. 
to get them to adopt healthier lifestyles if they aren't there already? And how did that inform your idea for creating those? I believe really deeply in in the medical part of my brain that movement is medicine and movement heals on mind, body, and spirit levels. You know, it really is something that I prescribe to my patients in high doses, you know, joke with them that they can't overdose on this. There's there's no limit as they get fitter and, and feeling better and they go farther and farther. And it doesn't need to be walking or running. It can be, uh, and it should be really what for that person gives that unique feeling like a kid again would maybe be one way to say it to an adult. I want you to go try some things until you find the thing that makes you feel like a kid again, keep keep working because I don't want it to be, you know, another job, another duty. I want them to just really be able to find in their movement could be rock climbing, could be swimming, could be Zumba. I want them to find kind of a way to release stress, a way to improve their physical health, a way to, to do the kind of deeper connection. And I think, Megan, the, the fourth element, mind, body, and spirit, would be like the social connectedness. If you can create a community around movement that really supports each other and, you know, is there to inspire and, you know, just out of it becomes really long-lasting friendships that the movement almost becomes secondary, that's a really beautiful thing. And, and I think we've seen that happen with running medicine. I think it's why people keep coming back more than any other element of what we're doing. I have rarely heard people describe or use motivational tools to get people to go work out, lose weight, to be like, just go do something that makes you feel like a kid again. So I can already tell this is very different from any other fitness program I've heard of. Yeah, we want we want you to play. We want you to be able to, to be a kid again and the kind of freedom that comes with a community that you're not looking over your shoulder to say, gosh, I wonder if people are looking looking at me funny because we're all looking silly together doing a duck walk or, um, you know, on, on the other end of the spectrum, doing something much more prayerful, like a, a prayer run or having someone open with a traditional song, things that you don't normally think of as, as part of an exercise program. The picture you're going to paint for me is before the pandemic, but how does this work? What does it look like? A big circle, about 100, 100 people on an average day all sizes, all abilities, all speeds, families, three or four generations together to kind of stretch out, you know, maybe a, an opening inspiration or a thought for the day, maybe a game that we play together. And then we split into groups and, and we say, you know, we'll, we'll circle, for instance, the UNM North Golf Course or some of the other beautiful spaces in our, our town in 30 minutes, we'll, we'll meet back here. And so some people might be walking a mile in that 30 minutes and other people might run four miles and the kids have their group, but it's very much a communal activity. Even the walking and the running part, we're giving high fives to everyone as we, we pass on the course. We've, we've turned that into some virtual high fives during the pandemic. One interesting thing, the, the circle, the, you'd see a big circle of kids in the middle, and it's kind of like they are the center and energetically, you know, need to be in the center. And then the adults kind of on the outside supporting and embracing. But it's it's very much, you know, for everyone. A lot of families have come out and, and kind of dropped their children 
off and think that they're just going to go sit in their car and we say, no, no, actually, you know, our kind of request here is that you move with us. You don't have to move as fast as your kiddo, but they need you to kind of do this with them. You can sit in your car another time. And sometimes two months later, the biggest benefit has actually been to the parents who initially thought this was just a youth team practice. They're, they're the ones who are actually fitting into clothes they haven't fit into in, in 10 years and feeling finally a, a positive way to relieve stress or to deal with the tough things that their family's been going through, etc. How much do people pay to participate? They pay $15 a season or, or $30 for a year, and they, they could easily get, you know, five or $600 in different kind of incentives out of that. So that right there is a web of supporters locally that numbers about 200, um, you know, from shoe stores to race directors to, um, you know, folks that may, maybe they're, they're in kind is they're going to lead some healthy food demonstrations that we're able to provide a lot and not charge much at all. I'll tell you a really quick example. So Heart and Soul Sports has been amazing and by our side from the beginning, they take running shoes that, you know, is probably one of the only startup costs when you get into running and can run $100, $120. They take shoes that maybe didn't sell and bring them out for what we call the $20 shoe sales. So now someone is able to get a really nice pair of, of high-end running shoes and pay 20 bucks and they see it as a benefit of being a part of running medicine running medicine though because of that partnership doesn't isn't paying you know huge amounts of money to buy shoes we're we're partnering with people who that's that's uniquely what heart and soul can give to the program this is university showcase on KUNM I'm Megan Kamrick I'm talking with Dr Anthony Flegg and Shannon Flegg about running medicine the organization brings together families and community members in numerous locations at all fitness levels to move and find fun ways to be healthy it recently got a national award from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and also with us today is uh, Brandy Ami, and she is a Laguna Pueblo leader and a participant with Running Madison. She's also a former co-host of our own Singing Wire show. Brandy, tell me about your experience with Running Madison. Running Medicine just came into my life last season. I had stopped running after high school. Running Medicine came in at a time where I was making some changes in my own life currently. I just turned 31 at the beginning of the month. Last year for my birthday, I was kind of hitting one of those lulls and realizing, you know, I, I wasn't quite where I wanted to be physically. Um, and I was quite significantly overweight. So since then, um, I'm down 62 pounds and I started running medicine. I'm training for my first half marathon kind of on my own. Um, but what running medicine gave me was just the opportunity to give running a chance again because I had turned a cold shoulder to it after high school. Um, getting back out into a community space gave me a lot more to look forward to and it helped me be a lot more consistent with my running. There were quite a few people that right away told me, you're, you're amazing, you're doing really well. And to me, I, I was struggling, I was having a hard time. So to have that kind of confidence built back up in you by other people and other community members, that really helps. So my second, uh, I guess, meeting with Running Medicine when we went to go run the La Luz Trail, 
Dr. Flegg turned and looked at me and he said, you're going to be one of our leaders. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I accept, I guess, <laughs> you know, so that was how informal it was. And I'm looking forward to what that kind of role will be within running medicine. I'm not too sure yet, but I'm, I'm excited about it. And so that's to me, the main thing is that a lot of what I'm seeing in myself is falling into place as well by using programs like running medicine to help facilitate the goals that I still have. Because I think even at 31 with where I'm at, I, I could still compete if I wanted to. So I know I still have that fire in me and that's kind of where I, I look to running medicine to keep it lit most of the time. Dr. Flake, what does it mean when you turned to her and said you're going to be one of our leaders? Did that just mean that day on the La Luz Trail? or I'm kind of famous for for telling people that I see maybe just a intuition more than any anything I learned in formal education that this person brings something unique. Um, when I'm saying that at that moment, I didn't realize the incredible wellness journey that Brandy was on, but I no, I did not mean just for that day. I, I meant like just just be warned. You're gonna you're gonna start helping to not only be a participant, but actually making this all happen and just kind of let it sit with that person. I, I think I think running medicine is a, a almost like a leadership development program in disguise among its other, you know, secret things that are going on and, and Brandy's a tremendous example of that. Tell me how many participants you have now and how you've expanded from Albuquerque to a number of communities. In the Albuquerque group, we're about 500 that are signed up each season. Then we do have groups in Zuni Pueblo, out in Acoma and Laguna. We have a group that started um, a year ago out of the VA and their focus specifically was to use movement. They liked our model. The, the fun and the just joy element, um, but they wanted to specifically work with veterans that deal with suicidal thoughts and, you know, chronically are kind of treated in the healthcare system for um, considering harm to themselves. And they wanted that specific population to be the center of their running medicine group. So we're really kind of in a beginning stage of seeing where this might spread if it's into kind of school and school groups or into places like the mental health arena, um, I'm, I'm excited to to see over these next years where we can kind of adapt it, because I don't think it's something that needs to look at or should look the same in Albuquerque as it does in Zuni. And, and that's kind of a beauty of it. Shannon, how does this model and this outreach to Native communities kind of fit into the larger mission of what you're doing at the Native Health Initiative? I think one of the things that's unique about um, running medicine, it has become a model for our other organizations to show how when you do involve not just one individual involving family and community and health partners that you know, you can actually accomplish your objectives um, within the work that you're wanting to do, and then other actions as well as activities transpire from that. And, and it's amazing to see how, you know, we are not only changing, like, the individual, but changing lives and behaviors, um, enhancing skills, bringing about leadership opportunities. And it's just amazing to hear someone like Brandy also, you know, we have that within uh, many of our programs and so it's it's really amazing to see running medicine 
um, become its own program. It, it's amazing to hear, you know, it's always listening and hearing that, you know, people are always encouraged, inspired, um, and also being a part of, you know, their wellness journey, that we hope that this type of model can also be used in our other programs um, that we offer within the Native Health Initiative. All of our programs deal with looking at strengths and uh, amplifying assets rather than looking at the deficiencies. If you just tuned in, this is University Showcase, and I'm Megan Kamrick. I'm talking with Dr. Anthony Flegg and Shannon Flegg, founders of Running Medicine, and Brandy Ami, a leader in the group. It brings together people from across ages, fitness levels, and backgrounds to get moving in fun ways and get healthier. The organization won a national award recently from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Brandy, it sounds like you, when you were younger growing up on Laguna, you did running and you got away from it. Was this part of um, just your experience in your culture when you were growing up? Yeah, I think there's a big push when, at least on the reservation, when you're growing up to run. One of the reasons I think in in the beginning, and this is changing now just because the opportunities are shifting, um, but there wasn't a lot of sports programs that were offered on the reservations. I, I guess I could say that with confidence in a lot of places because running is really one of the only sports that you can compete in from Head Start. I want to say Head Start because I've seen some pretty young ones at the races. But they start them as young as at least I would say kindergarten, I guess. Wow. And you run all the way to high school. So running has been an ongoing sport that is, I think, pushed for, for most Pueblo students or most Native students in the New Mexico area. But for, for me personally, I think I struggled with it just because I wasn't as good as everyone else or I didn't feel like I was. So when I ran in high school, I felt like I was really running just because my dad wanted me to. You know, my dad really liked to see me run. He wanted me to try to at least get some scholarships or do something to further my educational opportunities. Um, I was the fifth runner. I'm not going to say I was a bad runner because when I look back at it, I, I wasn't a bad runner. There's just better runners than me. And I also played five other sports. So I was kind of pulling myself in a lot of different directions. And, and the move away from it was personal for me because I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was tired of it. It was it was difficult. Um, it wasn't something I enjoyed. But now that I've allowed it to come back into my life, um, I actually started using some different kind of guided run uh, applications just to help me understand where I'm at mentally and why I'm struggling with running because I think that's more or less what happens is it's a mental struggle. It can be physical, of course, if you have, you know, if you're overweight or you have aches and pains and, and issues like that, but mentally you can make it through a lot of things and, and what I started finding by challenging myself to go back out and run again was that I was changing my mindset. I was shifting how I was viewing things and I was able to make it through runs that I thought were difficult and still achieve them or, you know, do different distances and still achieve them. So I was hitting different strides um, now, or I guess I am hitting different strides now as an adult. And what I've seen is that I love it now. I actually really enjoy running. It's It's been a huge shift mentally for me. So. To, to come back around and, and kind of take a different look at it for, as an adult and understand what I'm doing now for myself, for my body, for my mental state. It's 
something that I am thankful that I can do again because, you know, when I was bigger, I was, I was having a really hard time. I, I couldn't run. So part of getting back to running was just losing the weight. And so once I did that, running came a little bit easier. And I've just continued to try to push myself to achieve those goals because as I run, I find that I get more clarity. If I'm thinking about the things that are goals in my life, in some ways I'm running towards them. Um, and so for me, it's just a mental game of, you know, putting one step in front of the other. Also using that as a means to propel myself forward with different mindsets. Um, and, and I think really that's what running medicine can offer a lot of people is that opportunity to give running a second chance or to give it a first chance if you've never tried it. Because I hear a lot of people say that I'm not a runner, I've never run, mm -hmm. I couldn't run. They give up before they even try. Um, and most times, if you can just get people to try and kind of encourage them along the way, then they learn that all of what they're doing is kind of a growing process or they're growing pains. And once they get through those initial steps, they can start to make progress. And in, in, in life, that's a lot of all of life, I guess, is, is growing pains. To me, I I relate a lot of my own experience to um the mental health struggles that I went through when I was struggling with addiction, because I'm now in my, I guess, two and a half years of sobriety from alcohol. Congratulations. Um, thank you. So I guess I kind of fit running medicine's model of the target audience <laughs> in some ways, because I think I, I struggle with a lot of the things that our communities struggle with, you know. Our communities in, in on the reservations are, are very much impacted by diabetes, by mm -hmm. obesity, by alcoholism, drugs, you know, different ailments. And so what I'm starting to realize now through this path that I've taken just with my own struggles is that I have a, a lot of um, understanding now and I can talk to people about it. So that's where I see myself in run, running medicine being kind of an outlet and, and a leader in ways for people that have some of the same issues or, or struggles that I had and, and finding ways to use running to deal with that, I think, you know, can, can definitely help shift a lot of mentalities as well as physical capabilities once people start getting moving. So and now 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 you you just imagine you were in my shoes and you see someone with, with brandy spark like maybe my comment not knowing her at all if you're going to be a leader really soon maybe maybe she just kind of validated that i'm not just a crazy crazy person it's pretty impressive <laughs> i was going to say i mean that's uh th that's an amazing story are you have you seen a lot of stories like that over the last five years dr flag I would say, yeah, I, I haven't, you know, put it into hardcore numbers, but yes, lots of stories of people using movement to their own path toward wellness. You know, you won't you won't come out to running medicine and hear a talk on diabetes or addiction, but we know that I feel deeply that the best path to healing is often working to really give people a glimpse of what their true self and their true, what, what truly a well version of themselves looks like. And, and so actually by not having a disease prevention state of mind, I would say running medicine has a life promotion state of mind. It's far away from 
anything related to disease or disease or addiction. And I think that's where the power of it is, is by not putting people on the defensive and feeling like, oh, yeah, this is just a group for recovering blank or overweight, you know, or whatever people with high blood sugar. No, this is a group for people to grow and support each other in a, in a loving space. And each person can win. Each each person can beat their own demons and can overcome their own hurdles um, at the very same time, even though they're going different speeds and, you know, are, are very different places in their life. Um, how have you kept this community, this very kind of special chemistry you create with um, these groups going in the pandemic when you can't be together in person? Yeah, that's a, a really good question. I was, I was hoping you'd ask us that. I think um, for the most part, being particularly me as a physician, our nonprofit being a health-oriented group and working in Native communities that you know have been so disproportionately affected by COVID. Um, we've really erred on the side of caution in anything um, related to in-person gatherings. We've tried to get honestly really creative and it's led to, you know, this morning we had a Zoom high-intensity training workout. Tomorrow there'll be a, a yoga option in the morning some kind of group things, some use of social media for maybe Brandy goes on and, and stretches everyone out by Facebook Live, for instance, creating some challenges that keep people energized. Uh, right now we have an eight week challenge that kind of has healthy eating and core strengthening and mileage goals, you know, incorporated into it. So having having fun with the moment that we're in and, and trying to get people through the pandemic, I think is how I think of it. And what does the award from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation mean for the future of running medicine? It was really nice to, to have that kind of recognition from uh, you know, a group that is just respected for the work they do toward health equity. I think validating that sport can be a critical part to building health infrastructure more hospitals, more dialysis centers, more rehab facilities, you know, is is not the best and healthiest way to, to build health. I think looking at more, what could we do way upstream to give people a chance to be healthier and to lead healthier lives so that we don't need to invest in the high cost um, kind of health care system, I think is is really what the award means to me. Well, this is great. I really appreciate you all taking time to talk with me here on University Showcase. Appreciate you. That was Dr. Anthony Flegg, Associate Professor in the University of New Mexico Department of Family and Community Medicine and co-founder of Running Medicine with his wife, Shannon Flegg, a Navajo health educator, and Brandy Ami from Laguna Pueblo and a leader with Running Medicine. Find this episode and all our episodes at KUNM.org. Thanks to Associate Professor David Bashwinner for our theme music. I'm Megan Kamrick. Thanks for listening to University Showcase on KUNM. KUNM.